0: Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Why is every computer in our office like a Dell PC from 98?
1: Ooh. Man, remember Windows 98? That was my jam. Ooh.
0: I'm Adam Maness. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you with a very special episode because today we are streaming live on uh, the old Facebooks, the Book of Faces. The We're screaming live or streaming live? We're going to do both. We're going to go from the mountaintops because it's this week in jazz What's live. Right? I don't know what that means, but <laughs> that's exactly right. We have some friends already on here. Joe Mascara. What's uh, up, Joe? The wonderful Anita Jackson. We have my mother-in-law, Sarah Page McCorkle, nice. here. Nice.
1: Hello, mother-in-law. What's yeah, up, moms? Yeah. Uh,
0: and so we're going to be taking your questions live, and then airing this later. Okay. Uh, on the podcast, we thought we'd just experiment and try to reach our our users here. But well,
1: we're going to air it later because we actually don't know how to directly put it up at the same time. If we <laughs> could, if we could master that, it'd be good.
0: So, out there in Facebook, if you have a question for the You'll Hear It podcast, now's your time. Right, and After. you'll
1: be able to jump forwards in time with your question. Right. You You'll will. be ahead of the game.
0: You will. You'll be able to jump forward in time and then get an answer in a, like a couple weeks. My mind is blown.
1: <laughs> Can everybody hear out there? Good. <laughs> we you talking to the podcast or the Facebook Live? <laughs> Both. Okay, good. Okay, this week in jazz. Okay, this week in jazz. What, what, what was happening? <laughs> <laughs> I've got something good here. Um, funny man Adam Sandler pays a visit to the Utah Jazz. Are we doing another feature on the NBA's Utah <laughs> I, Jazz? Didn't, I didn't know if it was NBA, but okay, now that I go in closer, I thought maybe he went to like a Utah Jazz club. But it turns out, yes. Okay, that one doesn't count. No, but no, we had actually a couple of live events last week of note that um, would be fun to talk about because I mean, look, jazz is best consumed and enjoyed and played live. Right?
0: Yeah, the are All Stars were live.
1: Oh well, that that's true. I was thinking of another one, but that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That um, was
0: you and Tia Fuller. <laughs> yes. If you
1: do you remember, I do remember. Oh, <laughs> and, we did ten sets. It was amazing.
0: And Sean Jones and Montez Coleman and uh, Jamal Nichols and Warren Wolf. That's right. It was incredible.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was at the Jazz the Bistro, Jazz St. Louis. Big shout out to to our friends over there, and we just had such a fun week. You know, it's it's always a pleasure and um, such a honor and blessing and all those good things to be able to play with the same group, especially when it's good player. Look, it's a drag to play night after night with bad players. Let's be honest. Exactly. But when they're good, it, it's it's a lot of fun and. Um, so it, it's that that's the kind of group we actually did this three years ago. So it was kind of a reprisal by popular demand, I guess. Some people had asked for it, including us, because we had a good time. And so it's not necessarily like a regular working group. And I don't know if you've ever done these kind of things. I do them very rarely. Where, but there—but there But there is a little bit of a foundation for rapport because – certain combinations have played together a lot. Like I've worked yeah. with everybody. Just you all about. know each other. We all know each other, but yeah. not in that configuration. It's interesting. But we did it once three years ago. So it's amazing how much of that kind of comes back.
0: Yeah, no, I, man, it was great. It was seriously a highlight of uh, the young 2019 so far. Just mm. everybody was so killer and it was
1: fun to have right, you know, outside our door here and yeah. good, good vibes all week long yeah yeah it was so. good stuff and what one fun thing too is like we all decided to as opposed to kind of over program the sets we all just said well let's bring in kind of a variety of tunes we're gonna rehearse them but but mostly original tunes um, we just sort of did one sort of standard ballad medley. Um, not standard ballads, standards of ballads, yeah. medley each each set or not even each set, each night. But otherwise it was original tunes and then we sort of put them together in a way and Sean Jones was great and Tia, everybody, but it was like, it wasn't just about, well, I want to have these tunes. It was like what goes together, what flows good between our different tunes. So that took a little bit of um, manipulation, but once we hit that that those kind of possibilities, it was really nice. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because
0: you know that, that's a band full of leaders that's yeah. always an interesting vibe you know what i mean like a band full of band leaders right is, right is cool yep everybody's really cool man yeah uh so back to the this week in jazz the yes. news
1: yep um ha, but have you ever played in salt lake city uh yes i have and i've attended a um uh utah jazz game in conjunction with playing a gig there is that true yep absolutely and they actually have a nice little jazz scene there. Man, that's
0: a great town. Yeah. That's such a nice, for food too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Good stuff.
1: Skiing, food,
0: jazz, Absolutely. and jazz. All right, so what do you got for uh, jazz news? Well, this was
1: an interesting thing that crossed my desk, as they say, um, because this definitely came out in the news and it's about jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I think that this, this news organization is a little late because it is, the, the, the title is When Jazz Was a Public Health Crisis. So this, of course, caught my eye. But then the subtitle is, in the 1920s, jazz music was thought to cause physical illness or even disability. And then it's got this great picture, you know, just so that you really know it's the 1920s for sure there. Um, But I was like, wow, this really, I mean, can we file this under breaking news? Probably not. In 1923, the Illinois Supreme Court upheld a ruling shutting down a dance hall that featured jazz music. The opinion shared by many in polite society Dog whistle, if I've ever heard one, uh, made clear that jazz was considered not just a mere nuisance, but a danger to health and public safety. The court stated that the music is, and now this is from the court proceeding, is not only disagreeable, but it also wears upon the nervous system and produces that feeling, which we call tired. That the subjection of a human being To a continued hearing of Wait, loud now, noises Tends to shorten, no this is real <laughs> Tends to shorten life is beyond All doubt, come so, on. I love this that Like not only, it's not enough that they said They don't like jazz, it's it, it Literally has to be like, it causes physical Illness and it's even a disability, oh, now man. If this is not the definition of a hater I don't know <laughs> what it is, right, come on Come on man, come on And man. then they even say it makes you tired, it's like the pre-itis You know, the pre-itis Yeah, and it wears upon the nervous system, that's not Sounds kind of fun though actually I to wear upon the <laughs> yeah nervous system yeah and it's and it shortens your life so i mean this just shows how far we've come now it's like a respected part of society in the concert halls and all that kind of stuff so there you go um and this is in the the uh, daily j store i don't know what that is where news meets its scholarly match so it seems somewhat re- le- legitimate uh what, what else did you see that caught your eye uh
0: for our this week in jazz you know I, i'm pretty sure that uh that's
1: all the news in jazz this week. Oh, but you would be wrong if you thought that. I did. I had another thing. I was just being polite by letting you jump in. There.
0: Uh, I've I've done literally zero research. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, so this is something that I kind of saw and then um, really caught my eye. And I would have loved to attend up in Chicago, but but I had another gig. This is one of those kind of gigs that I would pay to go see for sure. And it was um, a uh, double bill at the uh, Chicago Symphony Center, they call it, which is formerly Orchestra Hall. They do a great jazz series up there, and I know Chicago's like one of the biggest cities in the world, so we, I know we have listeners there, but also people traveling through there, I'd highly recommend it. But this double bill last Friday was the Joshua Redman Quartet, kind of um, a reprisal of one of the classic Joshua Redman quartets with Greg Hutchinson, our friend Greg, uh, our friend Ruben Rogers, and our friend um, Aaron Goldberg, mm. and then Anac Cohen's wonderful tenet. Oh, um, yeah. You know, Clarence Edison Cohen with that with that great group that I saw that a few months back at the Monterey Jazz Festival. But apparently, I heard from some of the participants, and actually, someone who was at the show, and they said it was just amazing. And sometimes these kind of double bills are a little bit lame because they're not paired up well. And I have to say, I've been—I mean, not necessarily lame—they just they, they're not quite as magical as I think the programmers think they're going to be. Mm. And so, like, I always sort of shy away from. Going Because, I mean, either one of these groups could put on a great full evening of music, you know, Anad or Joshua with their groups, and you'd still want more. So it's a little bit like you're shoving them into um, half of a show, but... Apparently it went great, and, and I think it's because the pairing is kind of complementary with each other. The venue is amazing. They get a great, great audience, unlike some of these symphony halls that do jazz concerts where it's kind of whack, you know, like with the the audience where it's like classical people there that are like, wait, this isn't a symphony, you know. Uh, Chicago, they have like a really good, I mean, there's a lot of crossover with the classical audience there, but it's a very well-educated and energetic jazz crowd up there.
0: You know, uh, speaking of Joshua Redman, yeah. why don't we talk a little bit about, The Grammy nominations, yes, that are uh, pending. I mean, they've they've been released, but the Grammys are upcoming.
1: Well, that's this week in jazz, going into the future now, because that's Sunday, I believe, this coming Sunday. Oh, that's
0: right. So, some interesting jazz nominations here. First of all, in the um, I love this category. The what's it called? It's called the Best Solo Best Contemporary Instrumental Album. So that's Best Smooth Jazz Album. Let's, yeah. just, let's just put it out Well, but right so, now, Okay, right? so Christian Scott uh, made it in there with the Emancipation proc- 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 Procrastination. Yeah. The Emancipation Procrastination, and then there's also... Uh, that's not a smooth jazz record, right? No, and then there's Julian record. Lodge uh, from Modern Lore. and I he it was Loggy. Know, it could not, be. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, those are two definitely... And then Marcus Miller, Laid Black. That's yeah. definitely in the smooth jazz category. That's called more smooth jazz, jazz. But, but good smooth jazz. Yeah, but these and are Steve all... Steve Gadd, too. Steve Gadd, yeah. These yeah. are all... Uh, that's a I think it's Jad. <laughs> <kidding>. yes. Steve <laughs> Jad. <Jazz. laughs>
1: I thought it was Steve Gotday. <laughs> but these are
0: all like jazz tinged artists in that category. And Ooh. then you can go down and, and when you see the actual uh jazz categories, which are like um, Ooh, throwing shade at smooth jazz—I
1: like it. Well, not it's an that, actual but category. Look, the best <laughs> improvised jazz solo—that's a Grammy category. I know, I know. Well, I mean, remember when they expanded things about ten years ago? So, but isn't still the big one is the best jazz instrumental album? Like, that's the—that's the one. That's the one. And so this is a, a nice. This is Tia Fuller, yeah, a Diamond Cup. We played some of her music last week. I think she might be a kind of a favorite because she's definitely a favorite of the podcast yeah well you know what's great about this well i mean it's great that she was nominated she told me that um well, I think we talked about it in the episode the other day. Actually, was that uh, it's only the second time a woman has been nominated in that category of best jazz instrumental in album sixty-one years. In sixty-one years, Incredible. so that's I mean, I mean, think about all the people that were great artists that were overlooked during that time. I mean, Mary Lou Williams jumps out immediately in my mind, but but many others. So that's great that she's in there, but it's too bad it's only the second. But hopefully, the kind of a, a, a nice string is coming up. Um, but I mean, this is look, Wayne Shorter Quartet. That's a stack category. Yeah. You yeah. Got
0: Fred Hirsch Trio, Brad Meldow Trio, Josh Redman, Ron Miles, Scott Colley, and Brian Blade, and the Wayne Shorter Quartet. Yeah.
1: And that Josh Redman, um, you know. That, that quartet is a real cooperative thing With that Still Dreaming That's an amazing band And a great record But Tia's record's great um, The Brad record I haven't really checked that Have you checked that one out? I need to get on that I one. haven't heard that one yet yeah. actually Maybe album. we should do a little uh, analysis Of yeah. that later Yeah Or introduction as it would be uh, The go. Fred Trio That's a great record we, We've we gone over some of that stuff With our yeah. From Brian Fielding But um, And then the Wayne of course So yeah that's That's gonna be an interesting one And then the um The vocal Best vocal jazz album I think this kind of Uh you know it's been a little bit of a trend recently where it's so tried and true and there's not like not a lot of new blood in there. I would say Cecile, um, Salvant is sort of the new blood, although she's uh been nominated and maybe won already, hasn't she? I don't know, but I mean, she's I wouldn't even consider her that much, you know, up and coming. Kate McGarry, she's great. That's a good album. I checked that out a little bit. Yeah, I haven't heard that Gary one. Gary Versace fan, Taste- yeah, tasteful. Gary Versace, no, he is actually <laughs> Versace, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Versace is the the other guy, but Raul Midon always great, and that's that's a cool record with um th- those great Vince Mendoza um, uh, arrangements on there. I actually saw that live too. Freddie Cole always great, you know. Of course, Kurt Elling. That's a cool record. So yeah, I mean that's that's good stuff. Look, that's you got the right people in there for sure. Um, and then the best improvised jazz solo, this is cool. Regina Carter is on there. And this is the one where it's just for a specific solo on a track. I but love this that. Is, that's, it's kind of a bogus thing. That's actually. so <laughs> inside baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is basically like what it should be is, is to give more diversity of the number of different artists that you can get in there. But we see some duplicates. So How do they tally that? Do they put <laughs> they
0: play it full of room of jazz nerds and count the woo?
1: Yeah, exactly. Or it's like Fred <laughs> Hirsch is on for a track on there, but he's also for the album. So it's like, is he be- only good on that one track or exactly. is he the whole album? Same with Brad Meldow. So. Um, but that's fun. I mean, you get a couple more people in there. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. Are you going to tune in? I think the Jazz Awards are given at like 9.45 a.m. in the pre-pre-show. I, pre- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's up early. Actually, it West Coast time. <laughs> you can
0: walk in there for
1: free. <laughs> There's free drinks. Yeah, the exactly. Jazz Awards, yeah. But it'll be fun to hear about that. So. Absolutely. Well, good. I think we covered not only this week, we, we went into last week, and we're even going into <laughs> the next week, so that's pretty good. Yeah, man. Uh, we didn't really get any questions off Facebook, though. What? I
0: know. Come on. Got a boy. bunch of friends, Bjorn <laughs> up in here, Spencer, Joe,
1: Anita. Come on, y'all. You got to have some questions. Well, no we, we're going to do that in the
0: next episode
1: in, you know, for tomorrow
0: anyway, right? We'll keep it going? I think so. All right. Well, let's keep going. Until then, you'll hear it.